And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April, and we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See TaxAct.com for details. Welcome to this episode of When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is going to be about how to get over a broken heart. And so we've all had experiences to where we've gone through it, where we've minimized the pain or whatever the case may be. But we've experienced really feeling, having strong feelings or a deep love for someone and the relationship ends. And now you're like, left feeling like, oh my gosh, will I ever feel love again? Will I, you know, ever be happy like I was happy with them again? Um, getting your heart broken, it, it, it's the worst feeling in the world um, in some regards. But the reality is, is that most of us have been there at some point in our time. And so sometimes we do question, how am I truly ever going to get over this? Now, there is no bonafide way of being able to avoid heartbreak. To me, it is just truly a part of life. Um, But there is a way to get through it. And so I wanted to take an opportunity to produce this podcast to help those that may be experiencing a heart, a broken heart, and give you some ways to be able to pull through. Now, please understand that although you may feel that you'll never be happy again, you'll always hear me say, Happiness is not defined by a single person. You are responsible for your happiness. So they can contribute, but if that person was the driving force behind your happiness, allow this time of your singleness to actually be fertile ground for you to pour into yourself and to find out things in life, places in life, people in life that can add and be fulfilling that will make you happy. But you ultimately need to seek out those and be responsible for your happiness. But it should never be driven by a sole person um, and them doing things in order for you to feel happy. So let's dive in and talk about getting over this broken heart. I want to give you some key points. And the first point that I want to make is allow yourself to feel your feelings. Often at times we mask and we cope and we do things to cover up the fact that we have basically experienced a trauma. Whether it's smoking weed or doing drugs or drinking alcohol or um, sometimes people in encounter and engage in unhealthy relationships and begin to have sex with people and just kind of all over the place. And so you need to put yourself in a position to where you allow yourself to feel your feelings on the fact that this was traumatic to you and more than likely it was a shock to your system and give yourself to be, um, to, to, to have permission to basically be really gentle with yourself and allow yourself to feel. Sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves because we're like, Oh, you know, how, how could I be so crazy and not recognize these signs? And, and like, we really like beat ourselves up. So it's like, don't allow yourself, you know, to, to, to do that to yourself. Feel, 
get in the moment, feel the feelings so that you can get through it. Your feelings are there for a reason and they can help you move through difficult experiences, but only if you release them. And so that I really need for you to understand that part. So after a breakup, allow yourself to cry and acknowledge that it happened like any other type of loss, because the reality is, is that you did suffer a loss. And anytime we endure a loss, we need to go through, in essence, a period of grieving. And so I think sometimes we have a disconnect with that. With loss come five stages of grief. So let me hear me out with any loss comes five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And you're going to go through those in your own way, in your own time. Do not allow for people to say, oh, get over it. You should be over it already. Or you still dealing with that? You know, you're, you're going to go through this the way that you need to measure the process. And so during the process, validate your feelings by saying things like this. Why wouldn't I feel that way? You know, of course I'm experiencing this emotion. I'm human. I should be experiencing this kind of emotion. So this allows you to get through it versus punishing yourself for the choices that you may have made. The second point that I want to make is Whatever you do, although we should allow ourselves to feel our feelings, the second point is do not become your feelings. Now, it's important for us to express our feelings, but it's also important for us to stop short of becoming what we're feeling. So if you feel sad, let yourself wallow for a certain moment of time, like say like an hour. And I'm just giving an example cry, scream, yell, journal, do whatever you need to do to let your emotions flow freely. But when that time is up, stop and move on to something else. You owe it to yourself to not become your feelings. The third point that I want to make is cut off communications with your ex. O-M-G. When that wound is fresh, So many people stay in the thick of it and they continue to allow communication from their ex. And so, um, you know, there is a reason hurt heartbreak like really hurts so much because you actually go through like there's scientific reason behind this. But you actually go through like withdrawal like symptoms after a breakup because the feel good hormones you got from your partner are suddenly gone. When your partner is no longer there, you start to crave like those feelings again and all this, these emotions start to arrive. So if you give into these feelings and see your ex again, you'll basically struggle to move forward and find yourself stuck months and maybe even years. So that's why you need to go through a detox period for some. It may be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, like a, a, a true ex detox. Okay. But you need to cut off communication with your ex so that you can strengthen yourself um, and put yourself into a place of of, of, uh, a healthy mindset and mentality um, so that even if you do need to encounter him for the sake of the kids or whatever, 
that you can, or don't even, you know, go back that path and, and talk to that person again. Cause maybe you don't have any ties and you don't need to have that door open, but you need to break that attachment with your former partner. And that is very important for you to be able to do. I understand that, you you know, sometimes we can put ourselves in a position where like, man, we could talk, you know, for so many times or I'm having a hard time and we, we, we deal with all that. But just be cautious that even with the check-ins that you think are okay, they're not. Because they will become a habit of checking in even after the breakup. So you owe it to yourself to cut off communication with your ex and move on. Every time you talk to them, you open up another energy tie between you and your goal is to break those those energetic ties, not to keep creating them. It's very, very important. Another point I want to make is to find a support system. Call two or three people. And if you don't have two or three, maybe you do have just one. But call two or three people that you really care about and let them know what you're going through. A lot of people love you and they want to support you, but often they don't know because you're not talking to them. So find a support system, open up to others. And so, you know, that way, you know, they can be there for you in the way you need for them to be there. Don't allow people to say, oh, if you need me, this is what I'll do. No, tell them what you need. Most people have been on the end of a breakup and so they understand. So they share a similar, you know, uh, they, they, they share something that's similar. They have something in common. And so they, they understand what you're going through now. Another point I want to make that's really important that can help you exercise. Oh my God. So many people like when they're going through life, even when you're dealing with anxiety, stress and anything, I'm telling you exercise is so key to really helping you to get through. Okay. Breaking a sweat may be the last thing that you want to do, especially if you are feeling this intense pain and and just trying to process everything. But listen here, trust me, it really, truly can help you. The endorphins that is produced when you exercise will help with the withdrawal symptoms that you are probably feeling after the breakup. And it also helps you build confidence in the process. So there, there could be two benefits. So exercise, incorporate exercise to help you get through this heartbreak. Another point I want to make is remember what sucked. <laughs> Often the time we idealize the other person. Like after the breakup, we idealize the other person. And while you don't want to deny that there were good parts about the relationship, you also don't want to fixate on them. You know what I'm saying? To find like the middle ground, you need to sit with yourself, write a list of all the negative aspects of your former partner or your relationship and look at it on a regular basis. Because this is basically a mental health exercise that will help you to kind of counterbalance all of the obsessive thinking that you will, you know, probably be experiencing around what you miss about your ex and why they were so great, even if they weren't. So if you... Um, you know, after a breakup, if you sit with yourself and make sure that you also have a list of, you know, the realities of why this did not work out and really deal with those, it will also help you to get through. And the last point that I want to make 
maybe. <laughs> the last point that I want to make, well, I guess I can throw in a, a couple of more. I'm going to say one more point that I can make is take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, you know, what do I need? Um, it may be to go to a spa, you know, talk to a friend, just go sit in a tub, you know, do something creative for yourself. Know that the feelings of rejection are really truly diminished, um, you know, or your diminished self-worth. It could trigger like unhealthy responses like overeating, um, substance abuse, like I was talking about earlier, which could lead to a depressive spiral. So this is why I'm encouraging that you exercise, focus on nutrition, you, you sleep well, like all these things are so important and it will truly raise um, the bar on how about how bad that you actually feel. The next point that I want to make is don't judge the length of your healing process. Do not judge the length of your healing process. Don't look like, oh, you know, my friend, well, you know, she went through a, a, a breakup and she was back and, and moving forward in a month. You know, you are not that person. We all have our, we all have our own journeys. So don't feel like that. Oh, you know, I was only like, for example, you may have only been with that person for six months and you're like, oh, I should be able to, you know, why am I devastated? I was only with them for six months. Again, you're dealing with the loss. Another point I want to bring out is don't internalize the breakup. Avoid thinking, I am not good enough. Oftentimes people do that to themselves. They're like, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, there's something wrong with me. No, it's not. Don't internalize it. Do not do yourself like that. Instead, situate the problem in the relationship. Instead, situate the problem in the relationship. What happened? What was the demise? But don't take ultimate ownership. And last but not least, identify and eliminate unhealthy behaviors. Try to understand any impulses you may be having, like texting your ex, checking their Instagram, whatever, you know, those things happen because these urges are part of a natural withdrawal process that happens like after heartbreak. But don't let yourself overindulge in obsessive behaviors, like analyzing every aspect of your relationship until 4 a.m. in the morning. If you find yourself spending significant time in this frame of mind, it might be wise to reach out to a therapist. I just want to encourage you. All right, guys. So this is will conclude our podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to our next moment of opportunity. Who knows what we're going to be talking about next, right? But I just want to make sure that you're moving in a place of a healthy mindset. Because why? You owe it to yourself. So do what is in your best interest and go and make impact for you today because no one can benefit from someone that does not take care of themselves. See you later.